Here's the snap back. Here's the kick. He's got the leg into it. If it is good, and it is! Austin Stars! A 49-yard field goal! And Indiana leads 27 to 24! Austin Indorak wants to throw it. Rolling out of the pocket to a strong hand. Delivers deep down the field. Welcome to the OEO Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Bragg. You can find me on Twitter at Braggley. That's B-R-A-G-G-L-E-Y. I'm here with my co-host, Brandon. You can find him on Twitter at Brandon Dubich. It's Brandon spelled traditionally Dubich, D-U-B-I-C-H, along with producer Seth, who is constantly judging us in the background. You can find him on Twitter. Actually, you can block him on Twitter at Seta5. That's S-E-T-A-H-5. And today we're joined by a special guest who has the Graham on lock, no cap, or whatever the <laughs> youths are saying nowadays, but it's Chase Hudson. But before we get to Chase, what's up, Brando? Not much. I'm, I'm excited to learn from Chase how to social media. Like I'm, I, for some reason I missed that class at IU and um, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to learn a thing or two. Thanks for joining Chase. I'm excited to be here. I mean, I'm just ready to talk some Indiana football and uh, you know, I moved to Ohio a couple of years ago, so I'm not able to really talk about Indiana football ever since I uh, left Bloomington. Uh, well, as long as you don't mention that other school in Ohio, then I think you're going to be good on this podcast. Yeah, I'm not a big fan. Nobody is good, outside good, of Ohio. Good, good, good. All right, Brandon, you had some questions for Chase. I do. So so he kind of opened up, uh, kind of already half answered uh, the first question of why IU football. Um, so I'm assuming you're from Bloomington? Uh, well, I lived uh, from birth to 12 years old. I lived in Bloomington and I moved to Ohio about five years ago but when I lived in Bloomington I grew up with um a bunch of the coaches kids so do you know who Kevin Johns is yeah yep. mm-hmm. the offensive coordinator when he was there um his two sons their twins were uh, my best friends I still go visit them down in Memphis almost every year for games uh but I grew up and I'd sit in the coach's office watching all the games with them and uh, I mean you really kind of get to see the you know, behind the scenes and how it's not just, you know, football, like fans, like, oh, these coaches suck, like get them out of here. It's, it's their livelihoods. Like it's your, um, you know, it's your best friend. It's, or maybe it's your family. If you're related to them that, you know, depending on how they do, uh, you know, they just got to win or if they win too much, they also got to leave. So it's just, um, it was really interesting getting to know all them and seeing behind the scenes. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, so that's, that makes a lot of sense. I've never been in, I use coaches room. Pretty, pretty jealous there. Yep. Uh, next, next question I have for you. Um, so is this a side gig or, you know, are, do you really want to take journalism in, into, you know, college and a career? Like where do you, where do you kind of see what you're doing now? Um, and, and, you know, where can this experience take you? Well, you see, I mean, journalism is always something I'd, I'd like to do, but my main thing I've always wanted to do is kind of coach. And I mean, growing up, even with the coaching staff, I've kind of gotten to be able to see how it is and kind of how they can impact, you know, young, young people's lives also while coaching and teaching a sport that I've grown up loving. 
at the same time. So, I mean, that's always been a dream of mine, but anything to do with sports in general is something that I was really looking forward to, to, you know, try to pursue once I get uh, out of high school. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, Kevin Johns and the other people of that level are nice uh, outlets to just absorb information. Um, I don't know if you've listened to our podcast before, but I always have a couple of real questions and then, um, then, a, then, a, then a funny question. So here's, here's my last real question. If you could interview anyone that's been associated with IU football, um, past or present, who would it be? Cause I know you've had guests before, uh, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Well, um, I've, I mean, in the past on my, on my Instagram, I've interviewed Michael Pinnix over, um, Instagram DMS. I asked him a couple questions, um, on, my podcast that I do with a couple other Indiana pages that isn't really as regular as your guys's. I um, got to do like an hour long interview with T gray scales, which was, it was really fun to do, but I'd say if I could do, if I could interview anyone, it would have to be, I think it would have to be Tevin Coleman. Yeah. Tico. Uh, you're, you're speaking to, you're speaking Michael's language. He named his dog after, uh, after Tevin. So you're already getting brownie points with him, yep. which is now I'm afraid of this next question. Um, and, and you don't have to answer it if you don't want to, but I have to ask it. Um, who's better on the podcast, me or, oh, me or Mike? No. Well, if you say Mike producer Seth, we're going to throw you off this thing. Michael hasn't talked yet That's to me. True. I haven't heard anything from him yet. Ask me at the end of the episode and I'll tell you who's the better podcaster. So, That's a wonderful answer. You should also look for a career in politics. I already know your um, answer at the end so that's fine it's not me it's no big deal um all right chase tell us about your uh where we can find you twitter tell us about this instagram that you've got of what two thousand followers on this is insane um and what you do on on those two platforms well i mean throughout um what i've done on instagram basically over the years um well two years i've had it about is um it's something i've started doing more frequently and more recently is uh connecting with some of the recruits uh if you guys know carter smith he's actually um, my teammate i go to school with him he's my uh um he's on my team so i obviously get to talk to him every single day but uh i talk to omar cooper pretty frequently um you know also james mons uh the mccullough brothers i grew up with them i played aau basketball with day so um he remembers me from that but um I, I, don't know, I like finding connections and being able to talk to the people, being able to um, post content that, you know, some people not, might not be able to know without a behind the scenes look and they might not be able to get in to the <laughs> um, behind the scenes. So I, uh, I really enjoy stuff like that and just putting out content in general. Yeah, awesome. I, where, yeah, can, where can they find you? Where can people find you? Uh, my Instagram is indiana central and um my twitter i don't use twitter i think it's chase hudson 17 i don't really post on that much but if you guys want to follow me on there you're free to follow me there as well well good deal good deal well let's move in let's get into the podcast so what we've done so far it's only been this is the third week right yep we did iowa and then we did non-conference and now we're going to do penn state so this week is week five at penn state but before we get to that, let's ch check out some of the news that's happened since we've last been on the air, I guess. Um, two commitments. I'll let Brandon take the first one. It's his buddy. We got it. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's, that's pretty funny that Chase is on and his teammates with Carter Smith. I don't know if you listened to the episode, but one segment of when we were covering recruiting is 
um, you know, guys that, you know, I wanted to commit the most. Um, and Carter Smith was that first round of visits that I wanted to commit the most just because it's so hard to get um, linemen that can play in the Big Ten. Uh, so, so Bray coming aboard, you know, getting a guy from Westlake out of Texas, you know, we now have a lineman and a quarterback coming from Texas. Um, so that's, that's, that's pretty huge, um, for us. Uh, we don't really have much of a presence from Texas and, you know, if we can make, um, in lines with, with either one of those programs and start getting people, um, you know, recruits recruiting, um, for us from those, uh, from those programs and from those States, that's pretty huge. Uh, and he's also just like his versatility, I think, is what the IU, you know, from what I read, um, what the IU brass likes so much. He, he can play almost any position on the line, which is huge. Um, so, yeah, no, hu- great, great get from uh, from a good program, from a good state and from an important position. I'm not stealing it from you. I know you want me to take the other guy, but there's no way I'm I taking did. this from you. Uh, anything else to add on Bray? Chase, or does that pretty much cover it for you? Oh, uh, I mean, I, I've always I watched his film. I like him as an interior alignment and a tackle. Um, I mean, as you said, he's really versatile, and I, I think he's you know a big pickup. Uh, he just got boosted up in the two four seven rankings uh, either today or yesterday. So um, I feel like he's a prospect that's on the rise, and that's going to be someone who could end up maybe as a high three star. Nice. Well, that's very rare for somebody to commit to IU and then get a boost up. So that's great news. Uh, the other part of great news, uh, the other commit is Damon DJ Hollywood Moore from Fort Wayne Snyder High School. Uh, three-star guard, six foot five, three fifteen. Um, I mean, you talk about the offer sheet is insane. I mean, Ohio State, Oregon, Penn State, Texas A&M, just to name a few of them. Uh, big get. What was that? Two days ago. Um, so or no, it's on this. Yeah. Just a couple days ago. Yeah. So yeah, big, big time get interior offensive lineman. I don't know, man, at six, five, three fifteen. I, I don't, I haven't watched a whole lot of his film. Um, is this somebody that we could maybe move outside or no? I mean, I think they like his quickness at the guard. I mean, I think he has big size, good size, but I mean, if he has the ability to, you know, pull, I think that, if we want to have Carter and uh, Bray on the tackle spot, we could use a bigger um, guard that can, uh, you know, pull and, you know, run down the field and make blocks. Yeah. Dig that. So I, I know I hit on, on spells and I think we're going to continue to hit on, you know, uh, Marshall who neither one of them picked IU. Um, but you know, you never stop recruiting. I, we we're going to need to hold on to Hollywood more. Um, I think some of these other programs, as soon as they maybe don't get their first, second, third options, may look at him as a guy they come and try to flip. Um, so I, I know I'm pumped for him, uh, but he's a guy I think we're going to have to really, really kind of dig our nails into and, and try to keep him. I think the staff cannot forget to continue checking in and doing their due diligence um, because, yeah, like Michael, you, you hit the nail right on the head there. I mean, his offer list is just absolutely insane. And, and maybe he wasn't towards that top of the priority for some of those programs right now, but he might be, he might slide to one of them. So um, he, he's a guy on my list um, that we're going to have to, you know, really, really fight to keep. Yeah. I mean, unless he's like super solid, he still has three official visits left. So exactly. Yeah. It's not going to be, 
not going to be a, an easy fight. So, um, all right. So when I wrote this outline, it's kind of the same thing we ran into last week. Um, we were top 20 in the 20, the 24 seven recruiting class. We've been bumped out 21st. So, you know, take that wah, as, you, wah, as you will. Right. Wah. I think based on average though, I think we're up to like 12th. Yeah. Something like that. Um, That's insane. yeah, it's, it's nuts. So, um, any additional, uh, news, you guys, any, any rumblings in the background anything that you guys have, uh, any info on? Yeah. We have uh, two wide receivers committing this weekend, right? Chase, how do how do you feel about games and Miller? Do you think, you think we go two for two, one for two, or do you think we miss out on both? Well, I've, I've been talking to Omar a lot about it. Cause I mean, that's his special a specialty is a wide receiver. And he tells me that we're only going to be taking one other wide receiver. I mean, unless uh, Luther uh, Luther wants to come, the five star who has an unofficial to Indiana, I'm sure we'd take him as well. But um, I think um, I like our shot with Gaines. I feel like it's 50 50 with Iowa State. Um, Miller as well. Um, I mean, I don't think he's the priority over Greg Gaines, but. Um, I feel like it's either us or Arizona's home state for him. Yeah, so so it's a little bit of a weird situation, right? I think I think Gaines, I think Miller is committing at noon, and Gaines is committing at two. So Chase, I got to ask you, you're the recruiting guru, not not me and not me and Mike here. Do you take Miller's uh, commitment at noon if that costs you Gaines, or do you put all your chips in the Gaines basket at two p.m.? Uh, I mean, I'm just saying, obviously, they're saying they're announcing it at that time, but I'm telling you 100% the staff knows probably days before they announce it that they're committing somewhere. Got it. And Got who's it. the uh, the Luther wide receiver you're talking about? Are you talking about Burden? Yeah, the committed um, to Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Yeah, okay. He I has not a, seen that news. Is it scheduled oh. here? Nice. Nice. Number one overall ranked composite wide receiver in the country. That would be... Um, yeah, <laughs> that would be nice. So, all right, let's get into it. If we have no nothing else, right? That's all I got, man. Chase? All right, let's get into it. All right, week five at Penn State, October 2nd. Time to be determined at the Beeve in University Park. Uh, history lesson real quick. It's pretty short. Uh, whatever, we beat him last year, no big deal. Um Never mind, I'm just kidding. Yeah, it was a massive game, like the greatest game of all time. Uh, IU won 36, 35 in overtime. The stretch, just the tip. Anybody else, any other puns that we came up with for that one? I'm not um, going to touch that one. I'm not going to talk about just the tip <laughs> and Penn State in the same sentence. Oh, that, no. Uh, no. Oh. Had to. There goes the podcast. <laughs> That's it. We are done. <laughs> uh, all-time record, Penn State. Penn State leads 22 to two. There are zero ties. Only played 24 times. And James Franklin uh, in his seventh season as the coach. Um, that's all the history lesson part that we have for that. I'm going to try to try to force through this as, as much as I can without having to stop and kick Brandon out of the, the podcast. Um, so let's talk key players. Uh, the first one I've got on the list is, uh, how do you say his name? Jahan? Jahan Dotson. Is Let's that right? Dotson. Let's yeah, go with Dotson. Yeah. Dotson's here. See, nobody cares. Uh, so last year he had 
884 yards, receiving eight touchdowns. He, I would say he killed IU, but his stat line's kind of a joke, man. He had four catches, 94 yards, and a touchdown, but it was that one big 60-yarder that really got him his big stats. Uh, 2020, honorable mention All-American, third team All-Big Ten, and second team from pro football. Do you guys have anything else to add on Dotson? I mean, Dotson put up a Jurassic performance. Um, you know, but like you said, um, oh you know, the, the, the magic word was really in, um, that one play. Uh, but hey, I mean, he, he's, he was a big recruit coming out. He has all the talent in the world. Um, he's, he's, he's a stud. Yeah, he's scary. He's a little scary. Him and Parker Washington. I don't know why I like on my, on my outline. It's just, I don't know. I went a little like trying to figure out top people on their offense. The other guy, Brandon. Who's the, who's throwing the footballs? I, I don't know how he's going to juggle um, both doing a movie coming out this fall, uh, Clifford the Big Red Dog, and playing football. So obviously, you know, this guy is just talented beyond belief. Um, just kidding, just kidding. Um, Clifford the Big Red Dog, I've never seen a quarterback have lesser ability, get more, get more press. I mean, this guy, this guy stinks with a capital S. Um, he's actually, the, you know, they have – they have an amazing backfield. Um, they have a they have a pretty good offensive line, probably upper upper quarter offensive line. Uh, a couple NFL guys, um, and and we just talked about their best players, probably their receiver. Um, and Clifford's just bringing it all the way down. I mean, he. I, I'm not going to go any more on and on because I'll just be a broken record. But um, he's the reason why we have a chance to go into Happy Valley and win. All right. How about that? Chase, uh, are you with me? Is this, is this guy good or is this guy bad? I mean, I, I didn't want to be the one to agree with you. I think he's going to throw three interceptions against Indiana. Ooh, okay. Well, Chase, Chase, you and me, man. There you go. He threw Absolutely. two last year. Threw two last year. He was 24, 35, 238, three touchdowns, two interceptions. Uh, the other guy that really is – for me at all scary just based off of what i've seen i get the the backfield's deep i get it a lot of people want to talk about it but like i don't see it man they got the baylor transfer um they've got uh, i'll touch on it a little bit later it's actually a key point of mine um oh my goodness kane and lee as well back there too so um parker washington's really the only other part on their offense that gives me any sort of any sort of worries uh sophomore wide receiver i believe quick Good hands. So uh, that's all I have on the on the offensive side of the ball. Do you have anybody else to add on that side? No, I don't. I mean, again, I mean, whether you're talking Kevon Lee or John Lovett or, you know, Devin Ford. I mean, don't forget this. Devin Ford was oh, Devin Ford. That's right. He, he was a phenomenal recruit and he's got all the talent in the world to both catch it out of the out uh, backfield and, and also go 80 on a draw play. Um, yeah, I mean, their 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 running back room is just stacked. It's very, very scary, very intimidating. Good deal. Uh, let's flip over to the other side of the ball. Speaking of intimidating, um, their safety, Jaquan Brisker, is nice, man. Uh, 2020 first-team All-American. I don't know how this works. First-team All-American, but yet he was third-team big All-Big Ten. Uh, first-team All-Big Ten from Pro Football Focus. Uh, he's athletic, hard-hitting safety. Doesn't put up a ton of stats, but um, – is just a playmaker and it is a, a force back there. So um, somebody to keep an eye on uh, Brandon Smith at linebacker. 
uh, solid linebacker back there, a uh, good linebacking crew. Uh, last year, eight tackles for loss, two sacks, an interception, and a fumble recovery. Um, and then at corner, uh, Tariq Castro Fields, honorable mention, all Big Ten. Pretty solid to get honorable mention, all Big Ten, and you just played three games. So uh, those are the three that really stuck out to me as far as the defensive side of the ball goes. Do you guys have anybody else to add there? Yeah, I mean, I got two guys on the defensive line that I think could play on Sundays. Um, Derek Tangelo, um, transfer from Duke, and then they have a transfer from Temple. There's no way I'm going to get his name right, but I'm no. going to try. Go ahead. Uh, Arnold Epikidi. Um, uh, so two transfers coming in with NFL talent. Um, it doesn't hurt to have a big name like Penn State um, getting, getting transfers in like that. I mean, they, they have guys at all three levels that can absolutely – um, make plays. So, um, I mean, their, their defense is formidable. We were talking about Cincinnati having, having guys that can play, having a few NFL players. Uh, this defense is riddled with them. Yeah. Still not scared of it. No big deal. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's move on. Unless we have anybody else to add chase, anybody else to add to key players there? I mean, obviously their defensive line is in good hands. They had, um, forget his name. He killed us last year though. On the defensive line. Uh, did he get drafted? I think he did. Yeah, uh, not Kadarius Tony. Um, J- Shaka Jason Owet. Shaka Tony. Shaka Tony. You're right. Yeah, that's that's who it is. He's like number ten or something like that. An insane number. No, not number ten. No, that's gonna be Ryder Anderson. I don't. I don't know. How I didn't bring that up in news. Um, some of our new players got new numbers. Um, and I love Ryder Anderson being 10. Um, I love, I love defensive players, defensive playmakers with low numbers. That is just uh, something you love to see. 18. Shaka Tony was 18. That's right. I don't remember where he got drafted, but I remembered hearing his name and I was like, Oh yeah, that's that guy. That guy killed us. Um, all right. Let's get into key matchups. This part's pretty interesting. The first part of this is just boredom, like whatever, just reading stats, which is what I do. Uh, so key Nerd. matchups. I've got three. What do you got, Brandon? How many you got? I got three as well. Chase, you got any key matchups here? I mean, uh, positional matchups is kind of what I focused on. Okay. Well, let's I mean, do this. Let's go. You let's let's get you to knock out your key matchups here. I I mean I'm just gonna say off the bat, uh, quarterback versus the um, safety and secondary group on both sides. Uh, if Clifford isn't going to be able to have a good game, I said I th- think he's going to throw three interceptions. Um, I mean, obviously, Taiwan Mullen, the big name there. But we also have an- a lot of other guys who might not get the credit they deserve, like Reese Taylor, who can make big plays on defense. Um, so, I mean, that's something Penn State has to watch out for as well. Um, Indiana, I mean, Penix right. obviously started off the season at Penn State. Wasn't able to really, you know, uh, I mean – at the start of the game, uh, you know, kind of going through it, his arm strength or his accuracy wasn't really there as much as it was in the final couple drives of the game. So, I mean, that's something I think he needs to watch out for. Obviously, probably the first, like, big road game of the season at Penn State. I wouldn't be shocked if it's potentially the wideout. I don't think that Ohio State plays at Penn State this year, and I think – Indiana at Penn State's their biggest home matchup. So, especially if they're undefeated, that game will be a 7:30 kickoff in Happy Valley with the whiteout. If both teams are undefeated, that's game day. 
Yeah, I mean, they're tough. They've got a tough schedule. They're at Wisconsin to start, and then they've got Auburn at home. So oh maybe we, we have we have to watch Graham Mertz against Clifford. Oh <laughs> my god, that is horrible. Yeah, the only other game that they could do a whiteout would be maybe Michigan late, be November 13th, but that's it. I doubt it. So yeah, that's a little scary there. Um, yeah, you talked about Penix's uh slow start. That's what I, one of my key matchups too was we can't have it. You, you can't do it again. I mean, if you go back without watching the game, which we've watched it, I think Brandon and I have, we've rewatched it one time. We watched it together live. I've watched it probably three or four times. Uh, if you watch it compared to reading the stats, if you just go look at it on, on like ESPN, there's no way in hell we win that game. There's no, no reason for us to win that game. It doesn't make any sense. I mean, Penix was 19 of 36 for 170 yards, one touchdown and an interception. Like, if you look at that from a passing, he, he can't do that. You can't do that on the road. Uh, the running game was, was, uh, you know, just was not there. It was awful. And so we have to be able to, to establish a, a balanced attack this time around. What's wrong with the fucking football? Or, damn it. I said it. <laughs> and, then, and then you double down and then you double down. <laughs> Let's run the football. That's so how I like, felt again. Yeah. Go ahead. What'd you say? That's how I felt at the old Miss game. Run the yeah. football. Dude, dude, you have no idea how many times that, that was screamed in this house. Like, run the football. I think they, we averaged like six yards a carry or something against old Miss, awful. and we never ran the football. Um, so just establish a, a balanced attack and control the, the time of possession on the road. That's it. So here, it here's okay. the issue with that, gentlemen. Um, while I would you love hate, that. You hate – no, you don't. You hate running the football. I would love doing that. I think in an ideal world – their defensive line is good, guys. Our offensive line has not showed that we can move a Big Ten offensive line. Um, I think that has to be the game plan. I think you have to try it all four quarters, but I'm telling you right now, I don't think we run for over 100 yards in this game. Hmm. You know, I, I, I would, I, you know, I'm hoping we run for 25 carries for 85 yards. Um, you know, I, I think I think it's going to be really, really tough to run the ball. Their linebackers are good. Their defensive line is elite. So I, I heard both of you guys kind of lean in on on that. Um, I'm telling you right now, guys, the matchup is we need to score points. Clifford cannot score. Like if we outscore Penn State, we win the game. Um, so I mean, obviously, <laughs> that, that that goes without saying. That goes without saying. Producer Steph, you're you're good for something. Um, but yeah, for, for me, kind of what chase was said, um, but it's, it's Penix versus that good, um, Penn state secondary. Um, he needs to be able to put up big plays, um, and he can't have a slow start, which Michael, you already hit on. Um, so I don't think this game is going to be one on the ground. I think this game's one in the air. It's one on the scoreboard. (laughs) Whoever scores the most points (laughs) wins the game. Uh, yeah. Okay. What do you, so that's what you have. That's your first one. This is my first one. All yep. right. Chase, you got anything left? Uh, well, this might be a hot take, but I Uh-oh. think we get yards if Tim Baldwin gets at least 20 carries. Oh, Tim Baldwin. Carries. I don't oh know if he gets God. 20 carries, Bob. I, I want him to start. Tim Baldwin is the starter of Indiana football. He's the future of Indiana football. I'm telling you oh, right you now. You are speaking next, my language. I love – 
I love Tim Baldwin. Loved him last season. Explosive. You know, Chase, you've listened to this podcast and you are just kissing Michael's butt right now. I don't know if I like it. I don't know if I like it. I don't do pop. Uh oh. What what did I say, Brandon? What did I say about Tim Baldwin? What did I say? You you love him. You think he has potential first team All American. Yep. (laughs) I've always loved him ever since he uh, got more carries last. I mean, He's a freshman last year, wasn't he? True yeah, freshman. True freshman, which is what I think. Why I think, and hear me out. I don't think he plays this year. I think they redshirt him. I'd be fine with that if, as long as he keeps his eligibility this year. Yeah, I think they redshirt him this year um, with Carr and um, Samson. Samson James, and then they really like. Um, and I hate. I don't hate walk-ons. But they really like the depth from the walk-on part with with A. Rod Lloyd and and um, uh, what is his last Poindexter. name Poindexter. So we'll we'll see. I mean, I do you do you leave him at third string running back because he's clearly third string going into fall camp. Well, what I would think would be clearly third string going into fall camp. I think he's better Carr than and, and James. You think he's better than Samson James? Right now, I do. From what I've seen from last year and the limited carries of Tim Baldwin, I think he has better potential. If they're given the same amount of snaps, Tim Baldwin's going to have a better season than Samson James. Okay. All right. Well, this will be um, <laughs> officially on record. So there you go. Um, good deal, man. I like that. That's, that's nice. Uh, Brandon, what do you got? Yeah, for me, so, so the other one um, is going to be uh, protecting peanut or Penix. Um, <laughs> our, uh, our, our offensive line needs to hold their own. I mean, I was just ripping them um, because I don't think they're going to give holes to run. Um, he needs, he's going to need time to throw to be able to uh, emphasize my first point. Um, we cannot let him because he, he does kind of um, stay in the pocket and get hit. We can't allow him to stand there and get hit and just take a beating, um, especially with all those fans that'll just, you know, completely can, completely swallow you up um so yeah i think i think our offensive line was obviously a key point to one and two um for me i think i think it's incredibly important yeah i agree and i've got kind of the opposite on this i've got i use off our defensive line versus penn state's offensive line so what i wrote was that that was a that was a weakness you will straight up say it that was a weakness for us last year zero pass rush from the edge um interior line was nice i mean obviously jerome johnson's uh an nfl player as of now um co's nice we love co we love uh demarcus elliott uh but that's our weakness on defense versus their strength really on offense um pass rush is going to be huge like what you just said put pressure on clifford with anderson hand handy's eligible right I'm yes, going to ask is. this every time until I, I get a he, solid he's, answer. He's playing immediately. Okay, so with Anderson, Handy, and Ziemba, if we don't have to rush the linebackers, I you know me, I don't want to if we don't have to. But if that's the only way we can get the pressure, I don't know. We just have to get some sort of pressure on Clifford. And if we do that, then we can focus on their running back room. And their running back room is crazy, which we've already touched on with Lovett, Kane, Lee. Uh, you said Ford as well. So... um yeah, that's mine. I've got one more. Anybody else got anything left there? Yeah, I got one more, and this isn't really a matchup. This is more a player. I mean, Mike 
uh, or uh, yeah, uh, Micah McFadden has to absolutely pull veteran leadership and just make a play or two. He needs he needs a force a fumble, a strip sack, or he needs to come away with interception. He just needs to make a big play. Um, I know uh, I know Chase brought up Mullen uh, possibly getting an interception, um, but I I really think um, McFadden needs you know this needs to be the game that uh, he puts up on his NFL draft uh, highlight reels for me. I think I think he needs to have a game here because he he can make a significant difference. Yeah, that's my boy. I like that. I'm good with that take. Um, you got anything else, Chase? Um, I was gonna say I, I want uh, Javon Swinton to have a big game. Oh, I like okay. Javon Swinton. Um, I think he's gonna have a good season this year. I think he can be. Uh, you know, I don't think he'll play a slot receiver because DJ Matthews is there, but I think he's pretty versatile in where you're gonna pl- where you could play him. Uh, he made a big play against Penn State last year. Mm-hmm. Or was that Jacoby Hewitt? No, that was both of them. Swinton had both a huge catch on that last drive, uh, and a catch earlier in the in the game too. But a huge catch along the sideline in that last drive there. And I, no, he didn't change his number. I was going to say I thought he was part of the number change too, but he's not. I mean, just the young wide rec- the new wide receivers and the younger wide receivers that aren't talked about as much as you know. Um, WAP, WAP was or um, Ty Freifogel was. I mean, Cameron Buckley, I want I want him to have a good season this year. I think he has potential to be really good for us this year. Um, I mean, all the freshmen, I don't think uh, I don't think they're going to play, but I think there's a lot of really good potential from them in the future who, you know, if they need to come in and make a play, I think they can. And, uh, yeah, DJ Matthews, um, of course, the, from Florida State, it's going to be able to uh, play slot receiver who's, um, you know, really fast. And I feel like he could be a pretty big asset, you know, maybe on a third and short, you know, just a little out route, pick up a first down. Yep. And David Ellis, too. And we know how much Brandon loves David Ellis. So um, he just makes so many big plays in important games. You know, he has a ton of ball security and, uh, you know, will come up with a big play. I, I thought we weren't doing this anymore. We're not going to do this. Don't do that anymore. Poor kid. That poor kid. Um, all right. So I've got one left. And it, oh, wait. Seth wants to chime in. Seth, what do you got? You got one? Yeah, I got one. Um, to piggyback off of that, I think this is a game where you need a non traditional touchdown. So uh, interception, fumble return, punt return, kick return, somewhere in that. Um, or, and or two field flippers in super plus territory, not just in. Uh, I want to say Beaver territory, uh, Penn State territory, uh, but you know so near the thirty, so lots of short drives. Chucky Campbell hits a fifty-plus yarder in this game. Ooh, I was thinking James Evans when he was talking field flippers. I read about James Evans today. Um, he's never played football, so that's really good to have um, as a punter. That's great. So he's ready. He's is ready. He? Is it good? I can good. guarantee he's ready. I know he went to the same, like the same school, school, as uh. Why am I blanking on his name now? Whitehead. Well, why not Whitehead? What's his last name? Yeah, Hayden. Hayden. Uh, Hayden Whitehead. Hayden, Hayden Whitehead. Whitehead. That's right. Hayden Whitehead. Um, but yeah, I mean, the very first part of his bio on the website is has never played football or visited the United States. So, so Chase is already making my night. Perfect. He's making special team guarantees. There I you love. Go. It. 
You know how much I love talking special teams. I do. Um, and we I got do. our first ever special team guarantee. There you uh, go. I, I love it. Digging it. There you go. I'll give you another one right here. Sean Rather, all Big Ten first team, special teams. Who is Are that? Sean oh, Racker, the, the our long, long, snapper. long snapper. Yeah. The long snapper. That's right. Barstool athlete. Long snapper. Yes. He's good, man. He's good. Um, so speaking, and he's uh he's a redhead, right? He's a little redhead guy. Yeah. He sure is. And speaking of redheads, my last key matchup is Brandon versus Clifford references. And I've set the over over under at seven and a half during this game. Um, and I think we should probably pound the over on that. Seth says way up. Okay. Uh, so if that's it, that's all we got on key matchups. Is that right? Everybody's good on that. Who would you rather have Peyton Ramsey or oh. Sean Clifford? Oh. Peyton, Ramsey. Peyton Ramsey for sure. Ch- Chase is yeah. the freaking man. Chase is the yeah. man. It's definitely, definitely Peyton Ramsey. More athletic, better arm. Yeah, I mean, there you go. Clifford stinks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. Well, that's a perfect transition into uh, talking about the sponsor for the podcast. That's Monon Track Club. Monon Track Club is Indiana's running brand built on a deep love for the sport in the Hoosier State. They craft products, tell stories, and create experiences that aim to celebrate, support, and add to Indiana's running culture. Uh, just check out the show notes for the website. Check out MTC's website, Instagram, all that stuff, and support an IU alumni-owned small business. And as a thank you to our listeners, MTC is offering customers 10% off their purchase with promo code LEO10. That's LEO10, LEO, the number's one zero. Now, on to what everybody came here to listen to, and the only reason Chase is on the pod, Brando's, Brando's. Hit him, Brandon. All right. So, um... The, the first question here is, I want to hear from all three of you, what's your most memorable Penn State player? Uh, for me, it's LeVar Arrington. Um, that guy was just an absolute monster. Um, I'm from Pittsburgh. I'm a defensive guy, and it doesn't get much more defensive than, than LeVar Arrington. Even though I hate Penn State, you know, I, I grew up a Pitt fan. Um, you know, you, you couldn't, couldn't help but love uh, LeVar Arrington. It's going to take me a minute. I got to think. You said, you, you said memorable. Correct. So that's not necessarily good or bad because I'm going with Curtis Enos, Ooh, a giant oh, bust from the, what, I guess it's early, mid-90s Chicago Bears. Yes. Oh, of course, yeah. Great college career, nothing in the pro. Yeah, I, re- I remember my uncle got me a Zach Mills jersey, and I never wore it. I refused. Uh, this is way too old for Chase. Uh, Zach Mills was a quarterback around 2000. Chase, you weren't even born yet. Uh, but uh, yeah, Zach Mills was, uh, he was their quarterback when they were like number one in the country. Um, but he was, he was very Sean Clifford. Like remember Christian Hackenberg. Where's, oh yeah. Yes. What used car dealership is he working <laughs> at these days? <laughs> Still on a roster, I think. Right? No, nobody. Nobody XFL. knows. Oh, XFL. Oh with my. Nikhil Harry, who just got cut and signed to the XFL. Oh my gosh, is that still a thing? The XFL did that? It made it I, through. I could not get into that at all. It, <sighs> yeah, me neither. 
Um, I mean, mine's probably pretty easy. It's either it's either Allen Robinson or Saquon Barkley. I think Allen Robinson probably because I remember distinctly in the game that we we beat them down in 2013 at home. Man, that team was bad. Like our team was bad. Um, and uh, we beat him 42-24 maybe or something like that. But he made a crazy catch in like the back corner of the end zone. Um, and that was the first time I was introduced to Allen Robinson. And ever since then, he's kind of snuck his way onto all of my fantasy teams. Weird enough, except for when he went to the bears and they will never have a good quarterback and, you know, just kill wide receivers. So, uh, next rando Brando. Yeah. So, um, the most memorable, um, non, uh, Michael Penix play, um, you know, in their history, uh, Michael, you and I talk about this play a lot. So I'm going to let you go and answer first uh, your most memorable IU Penn State play. Mark, was it Mark Murphy? Mark Murphy pick six? Greg Heben. The Greg Heben pick six. Greg Heben pick pick six, and then we somehow will still lost 10 to seven or 13. It was a, a, an awful, like the weather wasn't even that bad. Just the game itself was like legit 10, seven or something. And Christian like Hackenberg was the quarterback. In that game. Well, there you go. Um, he, we lost to Christian Hackenberg, um, un, unfortunately. Um, yes, even from Crown Point. There we go. Had to get in a, uh, a region. Um, thank you. Thank you, uh, Seth, and I appreciate that one. Um, kind of uh, another another Brandon Brando's Randos here. Who lasts longer? Um, John, or uh, Who lasts longer, Harbaugh or Franklin, as coaches of their programs? Franklin. Franklin. You think Franklin? Harbaugh's gone in two years. I think he's gone this year. I think if we beat him and and people are pretty upset with Penn with with Franklin. Um, he's he he's upset a lot of Penn State people. He says he probably talks way too much as a guy who talks way too much. Um, he's he's rubbed a lot of important people the wrong way. Um, so I don't I don't know. They're winning though. I mean, not last year, but that was one bad season. I mean, Michigan's not winning. Yeah, no, that's 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 a good point, um, Michael. Who do you think, Franklin or Harbaugh? Who lasts? Who lasts longer? Oh, I think Franklin lasts longer. Yeah, I think, I, I'm telling you, I think Harbaugh's out. Who would I you guess. rather? Who would you rather play for? Oh God, neither. The I only thing every time I think about um, James Franklin, all I can think about was. Uh, was it Keegan Michael Key that did like this like skit about him? It looked exactly like him. I know he's a big Penn State football fan. Uh, yeah, I don't want to play for him. I don't want to play for Harbaugh either, though. So I don't. I don't know. Pick. I was such a big Jim Harbaugh fan when I was a kid. I know. So maybe Jim Harbaugh. Yeah, I guess Jim Harbaugh. I mean, I'd just be scared that if he was recruiting me to try to sleep over on my floor. Oh yeah, you can't you can't make those jokes while during a Penn State podcast. <laughs> <God. laughs> You get like now that you can get free stuff, maybe he'll give you like some of his new women pants. Khakis. <laughs> so uh what's next? Anything else? Yeah, I got I got one more. I think um, Seth has one too. So I said that I think uh I think it's gonna be game day. Um I think ESPN is gonna be on set for the Cincinnati game. Um, but if that doesn't happen, 
game day has to happen at Penn State if both teams are undefeated, right? What do you think is more likely, game day at Cincinnati or game day at Penn State? Ooh. Penn State. Oh. I haven't looked at the weeks yet. I should probably look that up on the ESPN app to see I who plays I think you told when. me that September 18th wasn't. Well, September 18th, that's the same week that Penn State plays. Um, why isn't it showing it? Oh, this was last year's schedule. That's why. I think that's the week that they play Auburn. Yep. They play so, Auburn before us. I don't know. Yeah. September 18th is versus Auburn on ABC. Hmm. 730 kick on ABC. Probably that one. I don't know. I don't know, man. I would say probably Penn State too. Yeah. Either way, I think there's a chance Indiana gets game day this year, which is wild. Yeah. What were you going to say, Chase? At least a big noon kickoff, maybe a couple. Oh, God, big noon kickoff. Matt Leinert or whatever (laughs) is out of here. Okay. All right. Seth, you got one? Yeah, I just want to know how you guys are going to – get over being Clifford the Big Red Dog's motivational bulletin board material here. Um, are you going to eat your words or like, how's this going to go? Because I fully imagine both of your faces. I, wanna, on, I on want everybody to understand. Yeah, I want everybody to understand something. I, I'm not afraid of him, but I don't refer to him as a cartoon character. <laughs> this is the other, the other host that for years now has, and I believe his wife as well um, has made that reference. Me, I just want to give Brandon an opportunity to at least like kind of apologize. Maybe no, 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 absolutely. You know, he listens to this podcast. I live rent free in his head and he's going to do exactly what Chase said. He's going to throw three interceptions and then he's going to hate cry. Listen to this podcast again. It's, it's inevitable. It's, it's the power of uh, power of what I do. (laughs) All right, so that should wrap it up then, right? That's that's. I mean, I'm sure everyone's that's thankful. It. That that's all that's, they got. <laughs> that's, that's it. All right, uh, Chase. Thank you very much for joining us again. You guys can find check out his Instagram account. It's at Indiana Central. Um, Chase is uh, is doing big things at a, at a at a young age. So check him out again. Thank you very much for for being with us. Be sure to check out our pod on Facebook and Twitter facebook.com backslash podcast leo and on twitter at podcast leo also follow download rate review please even if it's a bad written review at least give us five stars before you rip us a new one um next week we talk uh michigan state at home but until then we will uh we'll talk to you later leo i'm waiting for your review clifford i'm waiting for your review leo leo Elio. Yes. Elio. Awesome day. Elio. Thank you so much, Rick. I appreciate that. Elio. All right. Great. Elio. Appreciate you guys. Elio. You're welcome, Dave. Have a great day. Elio. Have a great day. Elio. Appreciate you being here with us. Have an awesome day. And Elio. Oh, thank you so much. Elio. Well, thanks so much. Elio. Hey, thanks so much, Mike. Appreciate that. Elio. Appreciate you guys, man. Have an awesome day. Elio. Awesome. Elio. Elio. Elio.